Hello, everybody. Welcome to Wednesday's meeting of Church of the Remnant. And what the Lord put in my heart to share today is about exactly that. Who are God's remnant people? Uh, because the last few weeks I've had people ask me, um, what does that actually mean? Am I part of it? Has it anything to do with the V word? And it's trying to explain today, and hopefully I'll do a part two, because I'm speaking this coming Sunday as well at night at half six, again in the Church of the Remnant. And so this will be the first part. It won't be all of what the Lord's put in my heart. It's too much to do it all at once. So the first thing I want to do is just briefly read from Matthew 24 and just a couple of scriptures right at the end. And where it says, verse 44 to 46, Then shall they also answer him, saying, Lord, when we saw thee, a hungry, a hungry and thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister to you. So basically, to paraphrase, they're saying to Jesus, you know, when did we see you like that and not help you? And then shall he answer him? He's talking about um, hypothetically this person and, and people and he's saying to them verily I say unto you in as much as you did it unto one of me at one of the least of these you did it to me and basically he was talking about um, people who say that they're doing all sorts of things that sound and are really good uh, for the Lord but they don't really know the Lord. And they're doing works and they're things that are good, but they come out of relationship. They come after we're born again and we know the Lord, not before that. And certainly they are not the reason for someone to be saved. Uh, that is like what the, the Roman Catholic Church sort of does, you know, it's works-based. A lot of religions are works-based. But the gospel of the kingdom, the gospel of Jesus Christ is about grace, the grace of God. It's unmerited favour that God gives each one of us as we come to Jesus Christ, as we repent, which is a sort of old-fashioned word, but basically all it means is we have a change of heart and we turn from what we were doing that the Holy Spirit is, is letting us know grieves him and we start to walk the way the Lord wants us to walk. And sometimes that can be quite restricting. The Lord talks about it as a narrow path as opposed to the wider path that the world walks. And so we're called to a narrow path and it is in these times quite restrictive 
And today I just want to talk about that, the way it is quite restrictive for people who <clears throat> maybe look upon it and think we're extreme. But I believe that that is the way the Lord is calling us to walk in these days, to walk this narrower path and to walk that way because he's calling us out of not just um, the world system, but unfortunately out of a lot of like mainstream lukewarm churches. So that might not sound very nice, but a lot of things, you know, that Jesus talks about don't appear to be nice, but they're the truth. And the truth is often not always nice, but it sets people free and it's actually God's love in action and it's grace as well. So first of all, um, who are God's remnant people? And to give you a very quick dictionary definition, it says in the yourdictionary.com online that a remnant is just basically something that is a small portion of, a trace of sometimes. And it's remaining after it's been taken out of something that's much bigger. So basically, <clears throat> a remnant of anything, a bit of material that, you know, you've got curtains, you take a remnant of it to make a cushion or whatever. It's a much smaller part of <clears throat> what was the much bigger thing originally. <clears throat> and when we apply it to God's remnant people, Basically, that's what we are, very simplified, and I'll begin into it next week too. But we are part, we're a small part, and we're all over the world, but I'm talking about us here today at Church of the Remnant. We're a small group of believers. I mean, the church is not packed today, but I do believe that as we move through 2022, people will come to us because they'll be drawn not by, uh, you know, marching bands, not by the smoke lights and skinny jeans, um, but by the Spirit of God. They'll be drawn by the Holy Spirit because there will become fewer and fewer places for the un-V, I'll just call it V, okay, uh, for wherever this podcast goes, the unveed can actually worship. And that is the truth. People are being turned away mm. from churches if they cannot prove that they are triple veed. And that is in this city. So, talking about God's remnant people, I hope that this will actually warm your heart at the end of it. And it is just going to be contrasting what the people on the wider path are doing right now and it's not the same as what we're doing and that's just um, the way it is. So first off the idea of the remnant is actually found it's mentioned over 500 times in the Bible and maybe you're thinking I 
rarely have read the word remnant. And that's because a lot of the time it comes from a Hebrew word, um, a root word that actually has six things underlying it. And it's much like what I just said, but why people don't recognise remnant through the word of God when they're reading it is because it can be disguised quite a bit by the way the words are translated, the way they're used in certain scriptures. But it is there, and it is something that in each generation, God has his remnant people. Each generation. It's not new. We're not the first. (laughs) In this generation, we are part of God's remnant, but he always has his remnant people. And he calls them out. He calls them out of the main body of uh, believers, and he does that for a reason, because often they are the only ones that he can powerfully use, because the Spirit of God is gracious, the power of God uh, is gracious, but one thing that is essential is obedience. Mm -hmm. Obedience, if someone wants to be used by God, yet they want to live in the much wider path, do what they want there, and then on a Sunday or a Wednesday or whatever day they come, and they want to be used by God, and they want to have all sorts of things happen to them, but there are either conditions on that narrow path, or they just uh, actively resist walking along the narrow path, but pay it lip service. Well, you know, God knows really what's going on in people's hearts and obedience is a must. And sometimes that costs. And I think in the days that we're living in, it can cost in so many ways that maybe we hadn't been expecting. It can cost us um, relationships with family that it can be very painful. It can cost us, you know, a lot of people just now are talking about what they'll lose if they don't take the V, if it's mandated. And the thing is, for that, obviously, we need to have faith, trust the Lord as part of his remnant. He's our provider. But it's actually forgetting about the fact that already if we've become part of God's remnant and he does the calling out then already we will be coming up against people who don't agree with us and think we're extreme and think that you can walk both paths at the same time or sit in the fence and that did happen for many years in many churches but I believe that God has removed that fence and people will find that they're either on the one side or the other and they'll be walking either a narrow path which may get narrower and narrower as we walk through 2022 and the wider path that is much more uh, populated including with the churches it's easier in the natural to walk that path but spiritually it's leading to a place that is not good that I'll quickly talk about here. So the remnant of God exists because basically 
in these days, the, large, the larger part of God's people have seriously, I believe, fallen away. And Jesus talks about it in what they call the Olivet Discourse in Matthew 24. And he talks about these being signs, um, you know, as we come towards uh, the last, you know, the end times and there'll be false Christ, false prophets, etc. And that they'll be designed to mislead, if possible, even the elect. So the elect in Greek is ekletos, which means chosen ones. And it's a term that's used a lot in the New Testament, and it refers to true believers in Jesus Christ. You can get it in Luke 18, verse 7, Romans 8, 33, and Colossians 3, verse 12. And I believe that as we move through 2022, things like false signs and wonders will start to happen. And a lot of it may be through these uh, churches that are walking the wider path. And that's just what I, I truly do believe because they're walking in error. And so a lot of um, people would disagree with that, say that's far too extreme, but I believe that the Lord is actually causing a division to take place. And this has been a matter of, a bone of contention um, the last sort of few weeks, last few months. And it's actually God who is doing the separating. And there is a difference between separating out uh, people, God's bringing out the remnant, his elect from the body that's fallen away. There's a big difference between that division and uh, actual divisive uh, things that are going on that cause people to like argue, you know, cause dissension, cause arguments. That's not what God's doing. That's not what we're doing. What's happening is the Lord's separating people. And he talks about it many times in scripture that he will separate the sheep from the goats, the wheat from the tares, and they'll, they'll, well, the wheat and the tares often, <clears throat> excuse me, will grow side by side until the very end when they will then be dealt with. So there are tears in the church at the moment, and a lot of people don't recognise them. And so what's happened is they've had quite an effect on the bigger churches, and the Lord has just taken his people out who truly want to walk with him. This closer walk that will cost us to walk that way. There's no two ways about it. But we're not to get into fear like, um, you know, the, the main part of the body seem to have done. That's why they've taken the V word for all sorts of different reasons, but fear has really been the, the basis of it. And that is now the bone of contention, really. And those churches who've made a conscious decision to go that way are causing that division 
there, right there. And um, so we can come together freely here and there's no, there's no um, trying to coerce us into doing something we don't want to do because as part of the remnant, we realize or we should that our body, our physical body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And in the Old Testament, they obviously had their physical temple, they had their outer court, they had the inner court, and then they had the Holy of Holies. And in a person in the New Testament, the outer court would be our physical body, inner court, mind and emotions, Holy of Holies, our spirit, and where the Holy Spirit um, can speak to us in that still small voice but we need to be sensitive because he doesn't usually speak to us in a hurricane he doesn't usually shout to get our attention so often people can miss hearing the voice of the lord because it is quiet it's not easy to hear if there's distractions, if someone's busy, if there's things going on, then it is that much smaller place in the temple yeah. and people really need to walk this narrow path and focus in on the word of God and the Holy Spirit leading them. Because in these days, I believe, another key thing apart from obedience is to be led by the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God in everything we do. And it talks in the Word about being led by the Spirit of God. The sons of God are led by the Spirit of God, but it's actually talking there about mature sons. So God doesn't want us to stay babies. He wants us to grow up and he wants us to be able to actually walk that narrow path ourselves but know that we have fellowship with each other know that we're not alone you know we have him we have the holy spirit we have the lord but we also have each other and that is um, very important in these days we're not alone even physically we are not alone today we can come here we can come to the church of the remnant and that is powerful so we still need to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit for ourselves. We still need to be really sensitive to what he's saying to us. And so that takes time. That takes, if our life is really busy, just looking at our priorities in any day and saying, where is there a place where I am wasting time, where I'm allowing time to sort of drain away and actually just have a look at where you can see that there's a place you can read the word, you can listen to a podcast, you can pray, and I'm sure there will be somewhere that you can do that because I think it's so important who we align with, who we um, have in our lives because People can be drawn one way or another by their, their friends. Um, we think of it most of the time if we're a believer as someone who's not saved. 
Um, we don't sort of go to the pub, we don't go clubbing with our friends, you know, who are not saved if they want to be doing that. Because the truth of the matter is that most of the time in that situation, the person who is saved, and normally it's, it's quite a, a young Christian, they genuinely think that doing that, they will cause the other person to reconsider their whole lifestyle and come to Christ. Very um, often it's the opposite that happens. The Christian who's usually not that long uh, in the faith time-wise, they're the ones that fall away um, and it's not the other way around. So our friendships, who we align with, um, is really important um, to God because that's who we're spending time with. And the more time we spend with someone, the more we either consciously or subconsciously absorb what they are saying and also what they think um, about things that are going on right now in the world that are very important. And this is also... a. Th <laughs> I've got to make these sort of caveats uh, before saying a lot of things because when the Lord is teaching on things like this, he is not actually deliberately focusing in on someone to actually attack them, you know, from the platform and, and, you know, I'm not doing that. It's just sometimes it can feel like that if the Lord's convicting somebody of something. But a lot of what we are saying, because the remnant is one uh, body that God's called out from the main body, and, and there's many of us in Scotland, in the UK, what's been happening is unknown to us until recently, uh, the last few days, in fact. We're saying the same thing. We're talking about <clears throat> it's being very, very important who we align with. Very, very important what we're doing with our time. Very, very important what we're doing with our money. Very important who we're listening to. And that's not just people that we're talking with on the ground, if you like, but also TV, YouTube, um, you know, even Christian speakers. Who are we listening to? Because this is where we really need to be so sensitive to what the Spirit of God's saying to us because if there's a set of people right now that the enemy would love to come against and absolutely divide, it is us, it's the remnant. He wants us to be <clears throat> arguing amongst ourselves. He wants us to start to use that, um, you know, tight, cohesive grouping that God has initially, you know, uh, set in place. And this is only <clears throat> seven months now since this started. So that's, uh, it's, so much has happened in the last seven months here. And I believe that we've not seen anything yet, but I do believe that um, the Lord is talking about a closer walk with him, him becoming our first love, 
and that means pulling things in tighter, 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 and it includes most definitely who we are spending time with, who we're listening to, who we're talking to, because their, you know, beliefs, they become their attitude towards certain things, and that attitude then becomes behaviour, and out of that, they start to act and do stuff. And it is a very powerful way to bring a lot of people along. But if it's wrong, if it's not what God is saying, and we are not discerning that, then we can be subtly, because the enemy is so patient, subtly, step by step, step by step, over a period of time, find that we're not in the narrow path that we thought we were on. We're, on, we're in the wider path. And we need to come out of it and get back in step with where you know the Lord wants us to be. And it is a closer walk with him. And it can mean that we have to sacrifice certain things, that we have to actually look at our lives afresh and say, Lord, do you want me to keep seeing this person? Now, I would say here that this is so important. I'm not talking about family, close family. I'm talking about people in the bigger group that I talked about at the beginning, like the bigger churches who've fallen away and who have taken and advocate for it by taking it, because that's what they've done. No matter what they say, if they've taken it, they're advocating for it. Then that is that's an issue that I don't believe the Holy Spirit wants. I think that, yes, people have got an opportunity to decline the future ones, but I think when it comes to Ministry, when it comes to being in a church where someone who is in the leadership there has taken the V word and then obviously the people see that person as an example, that's what God um, does. He, he puts people in leadership positions so that they are good examples to the flock and no matter what somebody says, if they're in a position of leadership, then... One, God holds them responsible for what they say and what they do, and no matter how nice they are, it's not about being a nice person. It's about being obedient to God, and it's also about being discerning. There's the gift that the Holy Spirit gives to the body of Christ after the baptism in the Holy Spirit, um, one of the gifts is um, absolutely essential for the days that we're living in. When we're born again, we do get discernment um, to a, a certain degree, but we really, in these days, we need to be able to instantly spot when it's the enemy and he's appearing as an angel of light. That's very difficult, I would say, in these days almost impossible if it's not the Spirit of God that's showing you. Because, you know, the enemy is the deceiver. That's what Satan means. And he's had a long time to, like, perfect what he does. So 
because we are part of God's called out people, you know, he is targeting us. So we need to know what he's doing so we're not ignorant of his devices. And we know that instead of uh, going out and <clears throat> there's a time and a place for taking authority over devils and putting them under our feet, absolutely. But just generally speaking, now it's from a place of authority. Who we are in Christ is key because Jesus has given us all of these privileges and they're real. He's given us his authority, his power over the enemy. And it's not to boss people about, it's nothing to do with that. It's about taking authority over mankind's arch enemy, our spiritual foe that wants the remnant basically to fall. And it is never happening. You know, the Lord has given us all we need and we are moving forward in 2022 victorious in Jesus Christ. And we are enlarging our borders and the enemy is the one who will be reined in and he will not be tolerated in the remnant church, the church of the remnant, and he won't be tolerated in our city and nation because we know how to decree and speak against what he's doing. And it is so powerful. The decree is a kingly decree. Jesus is in heavenly places right now, seated at the right hand of God. He's seated. And when you look at the queen, when she issues decrees and they're then law, a lot of the time you do not see the queen with her crown on going about with a sword and, and attacking people and fighting. It's like she decrees from her position of authority and people recognize that. And the spiritual realm recognizes that. The enemy recognizes that. He knows who we are in Christ, but a lot of people in even the remnant are not quite sure who they are. They're not sure they're in the remnant. And if they are in the remnant, they're not sure what it means to be in Christ. So if that is you, then there is such a wealth of teaching from the Holy Spirit in the podcast, well over a hundred now, and there's so many there that will take the newest baby believer through the scriptures of who Almighty God, their Father, says they are. They are part of his family now. We are co-heirs with Christ. The blood of Jesus has bought us back into God's family. So, Right now, if we had authority and it was our right to actually walk into Buckingham Palace through those gates and somebody came up to us, you know, a soldier or somebody with a big hat and said, you're not getting in here. And uh, by the way, just, you know, give me all your money. If we knew who we were, they would be the ones that would be getting kicked out the gates and they'd never get back in again because knowing who you are in Christ, your authority, and that 
Queens and kings have scepters and they don't need to use swords. They have scepters and um, I've had, and that's what they use and that's what we use against the enemy when we decree. Very, very powerful. And God then releases his angelic warriors, his angels, he's the Lord of hosts. And uh, uh, the Lord gave me a vision of a lot of his angels that were basically standing along the line of, you know, a church with their arms behind their back, doing nothing. I'm not saying in this church, but that's the vision I got in some big churches. The angels are standing with nothing to do. No one's decreeing in faith what God's word says. We're not talking about decreeing uh, things that are, you know, ridiculous and, and based on self. We're talking about what God is saying to us. We are, as a people, we are as a, a holy nation. And he's telling us what to do so that this nation we live in is not destroyed by the enemy and the people who are working for him. So we have got that power, that authority from Almighty God himself. And there is no higher authority in the universe. And if we don't use it, then who will? Jesus has done all that he's going to do. At the moment, he's seated. He's not going to appear and start fighting with the sword. And he's done everything that he needs to do. He's seated. He's given us the authority. He's commissioned us. And, you know, being commissioned as a leader basically is the Lord then expects a lot from you. You have a responsibility before God to tell people the truth to teach, to edify, to build up the body of Christ. It's not a position to stand and, um, you know, think that that person, you know, is somebody special in as much as it's about them. No, it's about teaching the body of Christ. And it's about being faithful to God's call in your life. And everybody has a different call in their life. Everybody has gifts from God. He's not a father that just goes about and gifts, gifts. Oh, no, no, you're not getting one. Gifts. He gives us all gifts and spiritual gifts, and he wants us to use them for his glory. Because in these days, truly what is on my heart is that as we separate ourselves and this is uh, the notes that I did that are about 12 pages long. There's tiny wee snippets just at the beginning because this is the way the Holy Spirit's wanting to go. He wants us to know who we are. He wants us to truly believe that who he says we are is the real deal right now and in heavenly places. The enemy knows this. He is terrified of us knowing this. Once you get it, once you really get it, once it drops from the head, because head knowledge is only so good up to a certain point, it has to drop 
from being just head knowledge to being revelation knowledge from the Holy Spirit. And that is in your heart. That is in your spirit. That is eternal. That knowledge, that revelation knowledge is from God. And he gives it for a reason. And so it's not just about reading uh, the Bible. Um, many people read it as a historical book and they could quote it chapter and verse, but they do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ. They're not saved. And so there's many people like that in the bigger churches. And because they think knowledge is power, that's the way the world looks at it. And with the Lord, whoever is wanting to be the greatest is to be the servant. You know, Jesus came, he was the son of God, and he became the servant king for us. He came and served, and that's what, you know, he wants us to do. If he puts us in any position, we serve his body because the people are, you know, the body of Christ. But the key thing is that decreeing, it's so important, and every day, we need to be decreeing what we want to see according to God's word in our nation, in our city, in our town. We all live in different places. We can be that person for our neighborhood. We can be decreeing what God says, not what the councillor says up the road, uh, not what you know they say in Holyrood, because a lot of that is godless government and they're, they're being led by a spirit that's not the Holy Spirit. So we can come against that, and we're not coming against individual people. We're not being hateful. We're not being divisive. It's being led by the Spirit of God to do what he wants us to do, which is decreeing his word and his will. And a lot of times that won't be liked um, especially by the people in power if they knew. <laughs> but the enemy knows. The enemy hears every word we say. Everything we decree, he hears it. And the, the scriptures say, submit to God. Resist the devil, which means act actively resist him. Do not go and join with his group here, there, wherever they are. Don't join with people who see nothing wrong with taking the V because it, I believe in the next uh, podcast I'll go into it maybe in more depth if the Lord leads but it affects people at the genetic level in their body which is the temple of the Holy Spirit if they are born again they have desecrated their temple the way the Lord sees it and that doesn't please him one bit um, so it's not over spiritualizing it it's the truth because DNA has the name of Yahweh in it he is the creator God he made us each one of us individuals unique and we are called by name and he saw us as we were, he was forming us in our mother's womb. 
and he absolutely detests anyone who, no matter who they are, who tries to remove that child for whatever reason, whoever to save from some disease or cold, whatever, but that child has a destiny from God and to remove it for whatever reason does not work with God. He's not mocked. Uh, so we have to be very careful. There's a lot of deception that is going around at the moment in the church. Yeah. There's a lot of people outside the church that seem to be more awake. I believe that those people will become part of the remnant. They will be drawn in by the Spirit of God. So I believe that many, many people are going to be joining our numbers. And I believe that at the beginning of 2022, it is so important that we who've come in early, if you like, as the sort of, you know, the solid foundation of this remnant, Church of the Remnant. We need to really know who we are in Christ, know what we're about, get our alignments right with God and not swither and not ever, ever think about taking the V word ever, no matter what, because I believe that as we are faithful and as we believe God to be our provider, we're going to see miracles because people will not want to go to the uh, hospitals the way they have done. They will want the Lord to touch their body. They will not want to go to places where they can be told, you must wear a mask all day. And if you've got a cough, you just cough into that all day. And these things, you know, many years ago as a nurse, we wore those masks for seconds, literally 30 seconds in the bin, another one. And that was to protect in a sterile environment. Yeah. Nothing like the way they're using it now. So we need to be very careful. So we are starting off 2022, and I believe the Lord really wants us to get this, to really understand that we're in a place because he's put us there. We're here. He wants to do great things through his remnant people, but we must be aligned with him, which sometimes means not being aligned with other people. And that is a message from the, the other remnant churches who do not know us. So it's when you get messages all lining up and they're the same, it's coming from the Holy Spirit. So I'll leave that with you. And it's not a condemnation. It's not that at all. It's to encourage us to really just think, right, the beginning of 2022, are we serious about being in the remnant? And if we are, then where do we maybe need to make changes in our life? And we ask the Lord, he'll, he'll show us. And it's being led by the Spirit of God in everything, every day. And he'll show us. And all we need to do is be willing and then be obedient when he shows us what to do. And as we read his word, as we pray, and especially in tongues, if you're baptised in the Holy Spirit, I suggest you pray in tongues a lot just now because it's encrypted prayer. The enemy can't hear or understand it. And that will lead you in the perfect will of God. 
So with that, it's not to condemn anyone, but it's just to talk about there is a separation and it's God that's doing it and it's for a reason that he's calling us out so that he can use us because we've not seen anything yet. I mean, he has plans for 2022 in Scotland and Glasgow and he wants to use us and he just is getting us into the position where he can do that without there being casualties, without there being things crop up, because right now we are focusing on the things that he wants us to get rid of or to actually start doing. And it'll be different for each one of us. So he's a good God, he's our father, and he is just absolutely incredible. And I believe that we're gonna see signs and wonders and miracles as we move forward like this, like we've started to see the glory of God will fall and keep falling. And it just is the beginning. And I do believe that it will be far greater than in Acts. And we will be the people that folk come to, not the churches, to the healing centre that God is establishing in these days. And we'll see mighty, creative miracles we'll see people who are the blind the deaf the, just everything we've read of and not seen so far and i believe that god is just getting us ready this is like boot camp and he's just getting us ready at the beginning of 2022 to just step out and he's with us every step of the way he goes before us he's our rear guard the angel of the lord surrounds us we're never alone and so we unite, we keep close together, and yeah, and God will work with us and confirm his word, signs and wonders following. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen.